there are these murals here that are, you know, supposed to be bringing awareness to the plight of homeless youth, but there's a bit of hypocrisy, they say, because, you know, this area was a homeless camp and city and county officials cleared that camp. Good Friday morning and welcome back to The Daily Buzz. I'm Dayton Olander. In Utah, homelessness continues to be an especially difficult and complex issue to address. Recently, a set of murals in Salt Lake City was defaced to expose supposed hypocrisy in the handling of the city's homeless population. Reporter Peyton Harkins has the story and took a few minutes to talk with us. Joining us now is reporter Peyton Harkins. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. So you reported on the recent defacement of a set of murals in Salt Lake City. Uh, Can you describe what those murals represented and why some people took such vehement exception to them? The murals were put up in about 2014. It was a Volunteers of America project. Basically, they got, you know, a bunch of volunteers together and through their outreach that they do for homeless youth, they wanted to do kind of an art project. And so they painted these pillars beneath this, um, it's an I-15 off ramp in the Salt Lake City, the, the 600 South ramp that takes you into downtown. And so they painted these nine pillars under this exit ramp to basically just try to show some of the different aspects of what homeless youth are going through and sort of like the dimensions of their, you know, personalities and struggles and things like that. But sometime around July 10th is what I can gather some activist or perhaps an activist went to this area and defaced these murals saying that there was a homeless camp in this area at some point last year and they had been cleared out. And so they wanted to draw attention to the fact that, you know, there are these murals here that are supposed to be bringing awareness to the plight of homeless youth, but there's a bit of hypocrisy, they say, because, you know, this area was a homeless camp and city and county officials cleared that camp. And so they were just trying to draw sort of a, draw attention to the fact that that there's a bit of hypocrisy there. What exactly was done to these murals? Uh, how were they exactly defaced? There are nine pillars in this project. That's why it's called the Nine Pillars Mural Project. Three of them that were closest to 600 West, which is kind of one of the roads that goes by. Those were the ones that were defaced. And basically it looks like somebody went around and had like black spray paint and did like black, like thick black rings around it. And then within that black ring, they had like a stencil and they they spray painted the words um, homeless were evicted from here. And then, you know, to sort of further explain their message, they left these like white stickers that had a QR code. The stickers just say these murals were improved, but then you like scan the QR code and it takes you to a website that kind of further explains what they're trying to do and brings up that this area, you know, like used to be a homeless camp and it was cleared and just kind of talking about how they, they see that as like hypocritical and only serving capitalism, basically. That is interesting. Um, Do we know who is behind the defacement? It sounds like it could be an activist of some sort. And if not, is law enforcement actively investigating? Yeah, so that's that's a good question. And I don't I have no idea who did it. You know, I, I reached out to a few activists who I know, you know, work with the homeless community and they said they didn't know anything about it. And so, you know, like, at least from what they're telling me, nobody seems to know who did this. Uh, And then when I reached out to police about it to see if they were investigating or if they knew of any other sites that had had like similar vandalism to it, they told me that nobody had um, filed a police report about this. And so they weren't investigating it. So who knows if we'll ever know, perhaps they'll come forward, but it doesn't appear that they'll come forward through like a law enforcement capacity. 
What's been the public's reaction to the defacement so far? You know, I haven't obviously like <laughs> polled, you know, the mm-hmm. Salt Lake City or anything like that. But the people that I talked to, you know, that some of the activists that I spoke to, you know, the same ones that I was like, do you all know anything about this? They, you know, they told me no, but they they really liked this idea. You know, they they are these people who have, you know, been going out to homeless camps for years at this point and seen, you know, when the crews come in and clear the camps. And so they really like this idea of, you know, in trying to remind people anytime they go to a place that was a former camp, like, you know, whatever you're getting from it now, know that this used to be somebody's home, you know, or something like that. One of the activists, I think two of them actually told me that they wish, you know, that these signs were all over the place and that are, you know, these these paintings or, you know, this graffiti, I guess, is they wish it was all over the place and they wish it was glow in the dark so that it would be even more, you know, obvious to people. And then, you know, I tried to reach out to some, you know, people who kind of frequent this area. Basically where the murals are is a parking lot. Like they've turned this area beneath the off ramp into a parking lot. And so it's like, there's a CrossFit gym over there. And I reached out to them and we never ended up having like an in-depth interview or anything, but he just kind of said casually that it was sad. You know, he wasn't, you know, super excited that this had happened. It was just like a trainer at the CrossFit gym. And then I talked to some people at the VOA and they kind of had a pretty nuanced take on it, but they told me they saw both sides of the issue. It's like, it's sad the abatements happen, but they understand like the city and County have, you know, an obligation to like the residents and property owners of these areas. And what they really said is like, we just need more housing for these people, you know, like this, this defacement or whatever, it's kind of just an indicator of a bigger issue that we need to solve. Kind of that leads right into my next question. Your story obviously does speak to the much broader issue of homelessness around Utah. And it mm-hmm. feels like we've been, you know, grappling with this issue for a long time. Um, are there any, you know, longer term solutions that are currently in the works on how to mitigate homelessness uh, in Salt Lake? You know, there's there's quite a few you know, different projects and things that are kind of in the works. You know, there are several developers that are looking to, you know, who just applied for federal tax credits in June, who will likely be hearing back from the, you know, the feds this fall, you know, and they, they're people that are trying to get that, those tax credits in order to build deeply affordable and affordable housing. But it's, you know, those projects, if, if they get the funding, probably won't be online for another year. You know, there's been talks of this, like a tiny home village or something that the city is, you know, involved in and stuff like that, you know, and there's like different programs that exist to kind of help people who are in RVs or, you know, trying to open up shelter space for medically vulnerable people and stuff like that. But nothing, nothing super concrete, nothing that's going to fix this problem this month or this summer, you know, it's all kind of down the line type things. Sure. And tangential question here, um, you kind of alluded to the need for funding for some of these things to you know, happen in the future. Um, do you know what timeline we are looking at here? You said, again, not in the next month or not maybe in the, in the summer or maybe even this year, but is there is there five years down the line, 10 years down the line? What are we looking at here? It's definitely years, you know, like in this past legislative session, uh, lawmakers approved 55 million to go to, you know, basically housing projects to help people who are experiencing homelessness. But I've heard years, you know, I don't know, it's going to be a decade, I don't know if it's going to be five years, but it's going to take some some time to turn that money into actual, you know, spaces or beds or shelters for these people. Peyton's story about the defaced murals was published this morning, and you can read it online at sltrib.com. Peyton, thanks so much for your time.
Yeah, thanks for yours. And that's it for today. We'll be back with more of the Tribune's biggest headlines after the three-day holiday weekend. Finally, I want to give a huge shout out to the Pelicans for our music. <laughs>